0: Welcome to the Rising Above podcast series. My name is Vuelwetu Rahile and together we rise. In every story and life there's a call. In the book of Exodus it comes to Moses after he leaves Egypt as a shepherd. One of his sheep gets away and he goes looking for it on a mountain and he hears a voice. It's God calling to him. In the Quran, it comes to Muhammad after he's had kids and lived a full righteous life. He's 40 years old and meditating in a cave, and he hears a voice. It's Allah calling him to be a prophet. Or look at Sente in the film 36th Chamber. He's out in the countryside rebelling against the Manchu government and sees a dude break a box of fish open with his bare hands. He asks him, how did you do that? And the guy says, it's Kung Fu. I learned it at the Shaolin. That one word, Shaolin, was a call to Sante. What sent him to seek knowledge and become a monk and spread the wisdom of Kung Fu around the world. I believe the call can come to anyone at any time. I know because it came to me one night in a Staten Island housing project in July of 1976. Greetings. So that is a passage from um, Theriza who wrote the Tao of the Wu. And this is a book that I love reading and I love going back to because I feel that it's a wonderful book that um, combines um, a lot of kind of spiritual slash cultural and business wisdom and knowledge and understanding. (laughs) And I think it's the perfect introduction to what we'll be talking about to today in episode one of rising above over here we are not really about expert advice but it's about finding balance and giving each other inspiration and i just find a lot of inspiration you know in that book because um it was also really a driving force behind my decision to kind of stop my own business i've been on this path now for like less um, than a year It's been filled with a lot of ups and downs, a lot of challenges, and a lot of questions, you know, um, that I've had, um, and I think it was, I really hesitated to take the step because I've pretty much been freelancing for six, seven years, and, um, you know, in between, like, I would take a job and everything, um, but in in that freelancing, um, I have, you know, seen a lot of people start businesses. Um, I've started businesses myself and, you know, kind of have seen things failing and crumbling and fading. And so I think when the time came to really kind of like make this commitment, I definitely doubted myself and... I, even to this day, continue to wrestle with myself. (laughs) So I just decided to kind of start this podcast to come here to wrestle with myself and wrestle with my ideas. And hopefully, um, somebody might, you know, get some inspiration from it or a little laugh or two. So I think, you know, um, the one thing that, you know, I love about even just the particular passage um, that... You know I read is whatever you're doing, no matter you know like um even if you are in a job or not in a job or kind of you know in a place where you might have an idea, but you want to kind of start implementing this idea, I think um embracing it you know in its in its most like radical and stupidest form is the best thing that you can do um, for yourself but it's obviously not something that happens in a single moment Um, and there are so many um, steps that you can take to kind of you know start working on your ideas. Um, I feel like um, as a freelancer you know there was not a lot of structure around you know that i mean i had you know kind of had like a little you know like a general structure you know but i think that you know formalizing then into a business you know is a call to kind of you know take yourself more seriously and a call to um attract more clients right because i mean just freelancing can work for some people but i think as your business grows and or or as your practice i'll say your practice freelancing in whatever field as it grows you begin to meet more people who are you know very serious about offering you real work and so that requires you to have certain formalities in place such as a registered business a business plan a website you know email address. You know all of those like um little you know um basics you know so i think that's always you know the greatest first step is really um getting your idea down on paper like what it is that you want to do um but also not just the what but also you know really digging into why you do what you do right um, I do what I personally do in the pursuit of liberation everything that I do in my daily existence in my business is a search for freedom um, and just freedom to be um, if you know me you know that like I I kind of have you know a an outlook on life that is very pro woman very pro black woman very pro um but that doesn't mean i'm anti anything else but very pro human (laughs) you know but i'm all about that self-realization and i think for me it's been interesting to you know walk in this world of you know making my own decisions naming my own business um you know coming up with you know um looks and feels and for i mean for my brand like that's all part of like you know the dreaming exercise and you know the development you know and so I think right now, because I've kind of been on this path for about a year, a lot of, you know, things have happened that have really, you know, helped me to grow and helped me to also better, um, understand, um, my, my, my why, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I'm also very like lucky enough to have um, strong mentorship around me. And I feel like that's also a very crucial, you know, next step in just as you're kind of formalizing, having people around you and networking with people who have more experience. You know, you can just ask anyone to mentor you in life. And the worst answer you can get is no. Um, And the best answer you can get, of course, is yes. And if they ignore you, you can just move on to the next person. But also having a few people around you who you share these ideas with maybe people who are even just willing to collaborate with you and that kind of you know kind of creates a structure of accountability as in you know um um and 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 i also think using you know public platforms to kind of share your ideas or to share your business and the more that people interact with it the more that you feel accountable to your network of say stakeholders potential clients really the more you are going to start seeing yourself performing and scaling upwards I'm going to be quite honest there is no leap of faith well for me at least there was no leap of faith it was just you know step by step you know doing the work that I need to do and um you know, because your time, you know, is if you are like coming from an environment where you are inside the confines of like a nine to five and you have somebody looking over your shoulder and saying to you, do this, don't do that. Um, <laughs> um, what are you doing? <laughs> now, when you decide that you're going to be a freelancer slash entrepreneur, there's no one standing behind you. M- maybe if like, okay, your client is like super pressed or you know, you're having like, you know, 10 clients all needing you at the same damn time. But especially I think when you're starting out, you know, sometimes it's going to be real, real quiet. And what you do in those quiet spaces is very, very, very important. There's so many things that you can do there's a lot of learning you can do online you can start your you can start a podcast and speak about you know all of these processes that you go through hey you can also um reading short courses online i when when i'm not busy i love to do a hubspot um hubspot course you know on just different things you know i love to sharpen my skills in You know creating um presentations you know what i mean and so i'll just like randomly create a presentation on canva or on powerpoint and just to kind of like see okay where i'm at you know um really i don't believe in romanticizing or you know, overplaying um, entrepreneurship because it's a really, really not an easy path, especially if you are going at it from um, a place of zero. Um, maybe really there's no one in your family who can, you know, boost you with capital, <laughs> um, you know, and so really it's literally creating something from nothing. And that constant grind, it can really, really, I guess, you know, you either choose to let it carve you or grind you down, you know, um, you, you choose, you know, and um, I think just, you know, to wrap up, you know, I think the biggest lessons that I've learned in my first year as a business and the failures and the eggs on my faces and the challenges and the 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 existential dread at times um, has also made the amazing moments and made the you know relationships the good relationships that I have with clients like just really you know become more appreciated and and, and really they shine through so much more um beautifully and i also kind of um feel that like i'm getting better i'm I'm getting better at how i talk to people i'm becoming more confident in how i present myself um but i'm also less afraid to pivot into you know different areas about two years ago i would have never ever said that i can you know confidently run an instagram account (laughs) funny enough like that's really never been a place where I saw myself and two years down the line I am I'm doing it and um, I feel like it's all about being brave enough to take the little steps and one day you become brave enough to take a leap of faith Thank you so much for listening to my banter. Please don't forget to like, subscribe and share with somebody who might find this interesting.